Hello. Hello. Can you can you see me? Can you hear? Yeah, me? I can see you. Do, do you want to see me as well, or? It's uh, <laughs> it's up to you. Okay. Now, just to be clear, I am uh, the judge at the origin of everything. Welcome to Spion Podden. I'm proud to present uh, Judge Francesco Florit, who wants to comment on what has been said in some of our earlier episodes. But before we start, I should say that Mr. Florit has never been charged with the crimes he was suspected of. But for our new listeners, this investigation of money laundry and corruption was, in short, did some Kosovo lawyers collect vast amounts of money from high-profile criminals to bribe an Italian judge to get acquitted or shorter sentences? So, welcome Mr. Francesco Florit, and uh, please first tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are. Yes, very well. So my name is Francesco Florit, I'm an Italian judge by career, I worked extensively abroad, I have some 10 years of experience in international institutions, I worked three years and a half in East Timor as a judge for the United Nations, then I worked for five years, almost five years in Kosovo for Eulex as a judge and then president of the international judges in the European Union mission. And then now I find myself in Ukraine as head of prosecution and judiciary unit within the advisory mission here in this country of so-called new democracy. Why I have contacted you and I'm very grateful that you are giving me this opportunity because I've read through Facebook and through the press that there is a podcast going on where some episodes related to Eulex and alleged wrongdoings that in the course of the mission, of the life of the mission took place have been mentioned and especially in reference to an episode that has involved a Swedish high-level, pretty high-level officer, intelligence officer, Mr. Mikael uh, Rowlinson, who sadly passed away some years ago and uh, whose uh, troubles uh, that he experienced in the course of his service in Eulex are uh, now currently on top of, of the Swedish political agenda. So. Uh, of course, uh, I don't uh, want to interfere to this level because I am an Italian judge and I work abroad and I don't have anything to, to do with the Swedish uh, political agenda. But uh, uh, what I am interested in is uh, to contest some uh, bit of allegations uh, that uh, episode uh, involve and uh, which refer to me. So, Mr. Uh, Rawlinson was a member of a, a team which uh, investigated together with uh, 
other uh, institutions in Kosovo who an uh, alleged episode of corruption and uh, this corruption uh, was uh, allegedly committed by me, by myself. To be honest, there was not even uh, any accusation formalized. There was never an indictment. There was only the opening of an investigation which has been closed for lack of elements. But I will tell you more. It was not only a lack of elements, but the elements that were alleged against me were proven falses. I was accused of taking money for selling a verdict. You understand that for the judge, this is the worst thing that can happen, the worst accusation. Personally, if a judge was proven guilty of this, I would use the harshest punishment because is the trial, the betrayal of the mission of a judge. Additionally, this accusation was in relation to a trial which was a very high level trial that was held in Kosovo. The trial involved three accused members of a larger group of deviated police officers who had planted a bomb and had made this explode causing two casualties and several injuries. Not only this, this group of mobsters in police suits had killed after three days from the first episode three potential witnesses. So we are speaking of a chain of murders of five people. So we are not speaking of uh, pet criminals, but uh, high-level deviated police officer. I was the presiding judge of this trial. So one of the accused at the end of the trial was acquitted. At the appeal level, the punishment that we have given to the two accused who were found guilty was raised because it was felt by the Court of Appeal that we had been a bit too lenient. After the confirmation, after the decision becomes final, comes out the story that I would have promised and then received money to acquit one of the three accused. The story is uh, really a, a movie story. I mean, uh, congratulations to those who thought to this story because it was really um, fascinating. Uh, according to the witness X, who was uh, the brother of one of, of the two accused, 
a legend to the story uh, which was uh, put on paper in front of the investigator by this witness, I had uh, traveled from uh, Pristina, where the trial was held, until uh, Albania to agree with uh, the lawyer of the accused and uh, to uh, make uh, an agreement that uh, I would have been paid. So for uh, 25 years, I would have taken only 50,000 euros. If I had uh, uh, convicted 20 years, I would have taken uh, 10,000 euros if I had, uh, with a mechanism that would have allowed me to gain 300,000 euros if I had acquitted the accused totally. But not only this, the agreement foresaw, according to the version of uh, the accuser, that I would have been paid in installments for 25 years. So a kind of mortgage for a, for a house. But no matter how absurd and unlikely this uh, version was, uh, the accusation said uh, that uh, I met the lawyer of uh, the accused, not exactly in the capital of Albania, Tirana, but in the port city of Durres. And guess where? On the yacht of the lawyer. So really movie style. This story was not credible, was clearly directed and any reasonable person would have understood that this was only directed but what 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 about um, the the fact that that I read somewhere that that they had uh, sort of searched the the telephone mast and and could see that the phone call the so-called alleged phone call uh, was made from from uh, Doris from you from your telephone. No, no. this is uh, some uh, this is a piece of information that you are giving to me uh, now. I have never been to Dures. Uh, Maybe I should rephrase it because I, I think I was a bit unfair. The, 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 there was the, there was talk about uh, telephone uh, searching from the telephone masts, and the, some of the accused judges' telephone wa- was uh, pointed out and also shown that the person was in fact in Dures. I don't know. Okay. Uh, honestly speaking, I don't have a reply. Uh, I can tell you that uh, they alleged even that I had a villa in Albania, that of course I don't have. They said that I had studied and learned the, la- the Albanian language. I started studying Albanian in, it was 6 March 2008. And why? Because I was going to issue decision in the name of the people, in the name of the people who, who was not the Italian people, but 
the Albanian people. I was uh, the only judge who studied Albanian to cater for the people. And this turned back on me because they said that uh, I was speaking Albanian. And... But speaking of uh, uh, phone taping, at the point it, ap it appears uh, a tape recording where a Mr. Florin, Florin, not Florid, Florin, appears to speak with one criminal, a Sekiracha, a very famous criminal in Kosovo. There was an exchange where they say, where are you going? I'm here in Kosovo. Okay, for me, it was very easy to show that uh, that telephone exchange dated back even before I entered Kosovo for the first time. And I was sitting in my city in Italy, holding session in Italian with an Italian accused. I had the decision that I had issued that day. So, but this testifies that we reach a level of audacity, lack of any sort of technical control that permits also this kind of phone interception to enter into an investigation. So very unprofessional, but it has happened. But now let's go back to the original topic. So Miss Bamier, who is uh, this British prosecutor, brings uh, this stuff, brings uh, this accusation to the deputy head of the mission, who was uh, a British uh, uh, diplomat. Honestly speaking, I did not know about this because I had already left the mission in late 2012. And she joins also another document which is related to a completely different uh, episode. What had happened? In this episode, it happened that uh, a man comes to my office of president of uh, the international judges, wants to have uh, a meeting with me. The door was open, but uh, since uh, I'm not, uh, the, I was not born the day before. There was the condition that someone from my staff be present. This man introduces himself as Mr. AUP, Professor AUP, he starts a generic reference to his academic background. We finish after a few exchanges and he phones me again, wants to meet me again. You can come, I say. There is no limitation. When you want, you come. Let's go and, and drink a coffee. We meet outside, we drink a coffee. No, I don't. I never go out to, to drink coffee. Please come to my office. So he comes a second time, always at the presence of, of my staff member. And uh, 
uh, and start saying, uh, start speaking about uh, a, a case, the case of Mr. Uh, Tolai, a, a vice minister. And he says, uh, there is this case because uh, Mr. Tolai is in jail and I would like uh, that and I know that you are involved in this case, and I said, uh, listen, uh, Professor Ayupi, that is the door, go out, don't come back again. When uh, this uh, meeting is closed, I uh, say to my uh, staff member who was there, I say, now we uh, put down in a document what has happened then i take this document personally i take this document and i go to the office of uh, miss damier who was investigating of mr tolley and i say miss damier i have this uh, document that i have just signed please take it and do what you think more appropriate and what Miss Bamier did, Miss Bamier uh, issued an indictment toward Mr. Tolley where he also charges Tolley not only of uh, wrongdoing as uh, members of the Ministry of Health but also of attempt to pervert uh, the course of justice because he had sent a middleman to contact Mr. Florit and Miss Bamier also lists me as a witness in this indictment. Fair enough, I think she did well. Maybe was not necessary, but it was her choice. But then Miss Bamier used this document to accuse me because uh, uh, Mr. Ayupi, the middleman who had visited uh, my office, was uh, being uh, interviewed, uh, sorry, was being uh, wiretaped. And uh, in the course of the wiretaping, he said, uh, we can speak with Florit because, uh, so, he had uh, basically claimed uh, a favor toward his interlocutor, alleging something that had never happened in my, in my office. But uh, this was used at the end by Miss Bamier to say that uh, I was uh, having a relation with criminals. So it was uh, possible also that I had had a relation with the, the case of uh, uh, the bribes. So, this is my part of the story. Okay, now it's a, a very long story and complicated, but uh, it was also a very easy story because uh, Mr. Matson in 2013 when he was initially informed by Mr. Michael Rawlinson of the existence of these elements against me, Mr. Matson 
carried out an internal investigation together with another uh, staff member who was uh, the head of the legal department of Eurex. They did carry out an internal investigation, which came to the conclusion that there were not elements against me. And uh, that very likely this accusation had come out by the fact that uh, pretty often they say in uh, Kosovo lawyers uh, ask money from their clients saying that they use the money to pay the judge. Honestly speaking, I do not believe this argument. And in my humble opinion, it is a sign of a sort of anti-Albanian prejudice. The simple truth is that this accusation came out when the decision became final as the only way to have the case reopened. Mats Matson invites me October 2013 to hear my version, which lasts an entire afternoon where I am uh, confronted with uh, these versions and I confute them one by one. It was very easy. Mats Matson says at the end of the meeting, listen, Florit, uh, we have done an investigation against you. You have come out clear. But now we are launching a judicial investigation so that everything will be clear. Honestly speaking, I was uh, against uh, this uh, procedure because uh, if you have cleared me, so that's it. Don't, you don't need to do anything else. But of course, I couldn't oppose a further investigation, a formal investigation. I didn't have the power to do that. An investigation was carried out, and uh, there was uh, initially one uh, Finnish investigator, Mr. Heike Wendorf, on whose professionality uh, I have uh, sincerely, uh, it's better if I don't uh, say anything. Uh, he was not uh, harassed, as uh, Mr. Mats Matson says in his uh, uh, Facebook posts. But actually, he had to leave the country in the middle of the investigation because he had the audacity to send a letter to the president of Kosovo questioning the appropriateness of the appointment by the then president, Miss Atifeta Yahyaga, of the then prosecutor general of Kosovo. So this caused a great international outrage and he was not his contract was not uh, was not terminated but was not renewed. Okay. Well, there are so many questions and I I must try to keep this understandable for an audience. Uh, but um, I must say that uh, Mats Matson doesn't point out and accuse you of corruption. He he solely says that uh, suspicion towards you should have been thoroughly investigated. But of course, there were many reports, and I, and I know that one of the investigators had a strong suspicion towards you. 
But but you said in in the telephone, uh, the wiretapping. Yes, the wiretapping. Yes, you you said that the name mentioned was Florin. Now, how do you know that it was the name of Florin and not your surname Florit? Because of the trans, I saw the transcript. Okay, so you saw the transcript from an investigation towards you. Can you imagine uh, this transcript was not uh, was not something of the formal investigation? I have not found it in the formal investigation because after all the case closed, I went there and I wanted to see what was into the file. And this is not part of the investigation, but uh, it arrived from a, a from a Kosovo journalist. It arrived on my Skype. And she was saying, "But this intercept. Uh, what do you say about this? Because we are going to uh, to uh, make a." a a piece, a, a, a TV broadcast on this intercept. I I went through the intercept. I understood that uh, they they couldn't be referred to me. If also if also this was alleged by the journalist, it took me just a, a few minutes to find the evidence of the intercept, which was before my first day. Month, some months before my first day in Kosovo. So I made uh, photocopies and uh, I sent it immediately to the journalist. And I said, uh, look, uh, this uh, piece of paper that you have sent to me uh, is completely ungrounded. It's just uh, a, a piece of, uh, of uh, slant. It's uh, something derogatory. It's <laughs> something that, in, in my opinion, if you are a good journalist, uh, you should not make a, a broadcast on this because uh, uh, does not uh, bring a, a grain of credibility to your profession uh, of course my advice was not uh, was not followed and uh, they made a piece and uh, then this gave occasion to miss Damier to report uh, on her Facebook uh, saying that you see Florid is corrupted because he had uh, even before going to Kosovo, he had the possibility to speak with uh, this Enver Sekiracha, who was uh, one of the greatest criminals in Kosovo. But uh, this is life. <laughs> But how, how did the, the journalist uh, get a hold of, of the intercepts of the papers? She said, I asked her, I asked her, uh, and uh, she said, uh, It's a secret, and uh, you I will never tell you. Okay, so uh. can can I <clears throat> just read to you uh, or or tell you a version that I've heard, and and it's it's called the fridge case, which is a special. No, can you repeat, please, for it's, me? It, it was called the fridge case. Ah, the fridge case. Yeah, I I also heard that you had a nice and constructive meeting with Mats Matson, head of the, the executive division of Eulex and uh, another prosecutor. And, and after the meeting with you, they wrote a report or a, a draft. And this draft was reviewed in a freezingly cold room, specially constructed to avoid any wiretapping or espionage. And therefore it was called the fridge case. 
So in this very freezing room, Mats Matson and the other prosecutor reviewed this draft of a report of the investigation on you to the head of mission, Bernd Borchard. And from what I understand, Bernd Borchard didn't want the draft. So in return, he reads it to the civil operations commander, Hans-Jörg Haber, who didn't want the report either. And to my knowledge, this draft was saved only on Mats Matsons and the other prosecutors' computers. In other words, this version did not officially exist in the mission. Later, however, the new civil operations commander sends the adjusted draft to EU in Brussels and the EES, the European External Action Service. Then suddenly, you sits live on TV, waving this very secret, non-official draft, which from my knowledge, only the civilian operations commander, head of mission, uh, Mats Matson, head of the executive division, and another prosecutor, prosecutor knew about. And soon after your TV appearance, you send a copy of the very same draft to a journalist. And that's when the originators of the report understood that there was a leak in Brussels. Someone in Brussels sends a secret report of a criminal investigation to you, Judge Florit, who in fact is at that time the very suspect of that investigation. So let me ask you this. Who at EEAS in Brussels leaked this secret report to you? I... I... I uh, do not uh, know clearly what, to what uh, you are referring, but uh, the meeting that I have, no, just uh, another aspect. Well, it, 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 yeah, it, it was actually the, 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 the whole report on you, the whole uh, report okay, on yeah, you. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, indeed. indeed and uh, and you were given no. the same report. So actually, you who are was the accused, you got the report from someone in Europe. Yes, indeed, indeed. That's true. That's true. I receive it uh, from from Eulex, from someone uh, internal to Eulex uh, who who probably uh, wanted me there. Uh, he or she, because I don't know whom she is or he is, uh, and they sent it to my address uh, in Italy. As simple as that. And this happened twice because uh, this happened once when uh, I got uh, this uh, internal report. Uh, written by Mats Matson, and uh, happens at a later stage when I received in an envelope in my address in Italy, uh, I received uh, some documents related to the request uh, to withdraw my immunity. And I received in that document uh, the statements of the brother of uh, the accused and uh, other documents. It happened twice, yes, I confirm it. But what do you think, uh, being a judge and all that, what do you think about uh, the justice system if the accused gets all the documents uh, in the report on the person itself? Well, uh, th- this was a, a classified document, uh, Eulex classified documents, uh, and uh, of course uh, uh, I should not have received it. But uh, uh, there was someone who uh, thought to send it to me. Of course, uh, at, the, at that point, uh, uh, as accused, uh, I, I you feel free to use it, because uh, it was not me to go into the 
the, uh, the locker of uh, Mr. Matson uh, and make uh, this uh, public. Honestly speaking, uh, honestly speaking, the, the only use that they made it was uh, to show that uh, even the internal investigation had cleared my name. If I cannot uh, use it for that purpose, uh, listen. Uh, having said that, uh, it is not only the internal investigation uh, that uh, had cleared me, because uh, the European Parliament asked then Italian Miss Mogherini to appoint an expert. This expert, a Professor Jacquet, a very high qualified uh, uh, academic of uh, Belgian uh, origin, he made his investigation and uh, he came out with a very clear says that the accusations were uh, just groundless. He got everything right with a very high level of understanding. And uh, finally, there was uh, the uh, investigation, which was uh, terminated by an American, not an Italian, eh, by an American prosecutor, Andrew Hughes, uh, who may uh, issued a, an extremely detailed and well-argued decision of termination of the investigation that, uh, uh, as I said at the beginning, not only states that uh, the element uh, alleged by the accuser were not proven, but it was proven when they were false and the uh, other element I, now but I, I think I think that the, I don't think there is any any doubt that that you no, that but what I want to say uh, it was a, a bubble that burst yeah. and burst uh, but it was on sophismy elements uh, mm -hmm. that a good lawyer uh, should have understood immediately the situation But, but, le but st still, let me just go back to what, do you, what do you think about the, th the fact that the suspect wa was given the investigation uh, by leaked by someone at EULEX and, and it came to you after Frederica Mogherini became head of that department? And so, no, so Federica Mogherini was not head of, of that department. Federica Mogherini. No, no, was, sorry, sorry. Was it was foreign affairs and security policy. She was much higher. But, but, uh, but, yeah. uh, sorry, that that was a bad. But still, the, I mean, if if you would have been if you would have been a judge in a case uh, with an, an Albanian criminal who received all all the investigation, every all the material, and and then you no, were supposed no, 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 the material I received simply uh, the final report yes. of the uh, final report of the internal investigation a document of some six or seven or nine pages uh, that i repeat clears me yes clear yes yes I'm, I'm not i'm not doubting that i'm just i'm just questioning the fact no, that it, it, it may leave a, a bad taste i agree 
But uh, it's not uh, that significant within uh, the, the story of... Uh, at that time, the investigation was not even started. But, I mean, it's obvious that, uh, that uh, Italians are the bad boys, so it's easy to say, to allege that uh, this is uh, the Italian job. Well, I don't think that's the that's the case. I just think it's quite interesting how how many Italians uh, have been investigating and taking over from other uh, nationalities in this matter in in everything. So no, I, that's I, true. That's true. That's true. And I also say tell you that uh, uh, there was a, a clear, uh, let's say. Uh, a clear will from the newly appointed head of mission, Mr. Meucci, an Italian diplomat, a strong handling of the case. I want to be clear, I never met or spoken or exchanged email or anything with Mr. Meucci that I don't know which face has. I have uh, never spoken uh, with uh, the other prosecutor, Italian prosecutor, Mr. Now the name escapes me. Ceccarelli. Ceccarelli, Danilo Ceccarelli, before the end of my investigation, because uh, I, I want to tell you one thing very clearly, because at the end of the day, I didn't think that he was uh, involved. I thought that only Mr. Wendorf was involved in my investigation. And uh, I tell you even more, until last year, I did not know whom, and I was not interested even uh, to know, who Mr. Rawlingson was, what uh, this... uh, ghost team uh, was about, believe me, until last year, not uh, until uh, that time, I was not, uh, until 2019, uh, I did not know, know that a ghost team existed and I did not know who this uh, Rawlinson was. So uh, I was concentrated on the investigation that was uh, related to me. And I tell you more, I tell you more, uh, that uh, uh, one of the accused, just to make uh, clear how, uh, I have been accused by Miss Maria Damier in uh, uh, spring 2013, the same Miss Maria Bamier had received by each of the two accused, so Mr. Besni Casani and Mr. Spend Cerimi, a full confession of their respective crimes. So these people had confessed their crimes at a point because they wanted to have protection for their children from uh, revenge. And they addressed Miss, Miss, uh, Miss uh, Bamier. So 
So at that point, it was clear that it was not possible that the story of the bride had any logical support. But Miss Bamier, at a point, decided to be the great whistleblower of Kosovo, the, as she said, the Juliana Assange of the Albanians. I quote her, eh? I quote her. So, this is my version. So, so in other words, the, there is no, um, there is no mon- money laundry cover-up uh, scheme or scandal. Listen, uh, I don't know if I was clear of the, what has happened uh, to uh, Mr. Rawlinson or what has happened uh, about uh, Mr. the intervention of Mr. Meucci and of Mr. Ceccarelli. I did not know until, until after my case was closed. If my case was closed in November 2016, I think. Honestly, to this day, I don't know when uh, the date of death of Mr. Rawlinson. Can you tell me? Can you tell it to me? Well, it was um, in, in 2018. Okay. So what, what has this got to, uh, to do with me? I mean, if my case was closed two years before, do you want to, to say that an intelligence officer holds for, for, for four years pieces of intelligence that can, that can incriminate a judge even after, even after the closing of the investigation against him? Do you want to tell me that an intelligence officer is so unprofessional? No, an idiot, I would say, he was. If he had this in this way, if he, has a, if he had a paper, if he keeps a paper that accuses me in his safe for two years, I would say that he betrays Sweden, he betrays Eulex. Why, why uh, did he keep uh, this document for himself? Is there any logical justification? Can you tell me why a police officer, an intelligence officer of high level, keeps documents of accused for a case that has closed, closed two years before? I thought, honestly, honestly, I'm pretty surprised. I thought that this had happened Two or three years before. Well, he he dies. Uh, the the thing was that he he was he was um, taken off the case by Mr. Mucci and uh, put in house arrest. And uh, while he is in house arrest, he becomes uh, very ill and um, is taken home to Sweden with helicopter because he gets this uh, uh, killer bug. Yes, killer bug. Um, yes, and 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 then then he he stays in in hospital for a couple of uh, for for a very long time, but it takes a few years before he actually before he dies. Um, so it's it's not actually the, the uh, no. He, you know what I've read is that it took months before he dies. It, it takes. And he died when he died when 
So until until 2015, Michael Rawlinson was head of all U- European Union's operative uh, missions in Kosovo. And then the summer of 2018, he dies. So he dies 2018. And 2015, Gabriel Mucci and Cecorelli uh, Cecorelli opened the opening. Okay, so this makes sense. At least, uh, at least we have clarified that uh, uh, this happened uh, before uh, before uh, the closing of uh, my investigation. Okay, yes. this is good. But then tell me, tell me why, tell me why. Uh, anyway, uh, he kept uh, the documents in his safe uh, for two years because the investigation. Uh, against me started in 2013 so i don't know i don't know there is something strange in this behavior if you have if you have a document of accusation bring them to the police bring them to the investigation there was an investigator heike wendorf who was investigating the case he was a a finish uh, actually also there uh, i think that the choice was very poor because uh, uh, this uh, uh, wendorf uh, i don't even know if he was uh, a prosecutor in his country but anyway he dragged the this investigation for months and uh, at the end he had to leave in very unfortunate circumstances that i mentioned before this letter yeah. sent so so just just to make it clear that, that, that he he's taken away from the from the case he becomes very ill he ta- is taken to sweden and he's o- he almost dies uh, in in uh, 2015 but he survives and meanwhile while he's in hospital they break into his case where did they get the authority to break into his um, safe you don't have to ask me yeah well i'm just asking honestly speaking honestly speaking of that story i know nothing of that part of the story which did not uh, refer to me. I, uh, I, I was having a request for Mr. Wendorf. I, I requested him several times uh, to interview me. From the beginning, I have the emails, of course. I have uh, the, the request uh, in written. Uh, please, please ask me. Uh, please uh, call me for an interview. I'm ready to come. I, I made uh, uh, reports of my financial situation in Italy uh, because at the, at the point uh, it comes out that I took uh, this uh, 300,000 uh, uh, euro or 350. It happens that uh, before the beginning of uh, uh, the trial in which I would have taken the bribes, before I we moved the house in Italy and uh, together with my wife uh, we bought a new house which costed how much? 350,000 and how did we pay? like any uh, middle class Italian or European family so we sell the old house for 190,000 euro. We have some savings for 30,000 euro. We make a mortgage and it is a mortgage that I will pay for the next 30 years. 
So uh, I will stop paying uh, the mortgage when I will be 75, okay? But nonetheless, it was said that I used the money to pay the, the to pay my house. No, it was said to pay my villa. Okay, it's very much Italian. Uh, and then uh, when I said uh, when I proved, and then uh, 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 then uh, you bought uh, a, a car. But what car? Listen, I have. Uh, an old Toyota of 10 years, that a family car that I cherish because it's the best car in the world, and it cost maybe 1,000 euro, and you accuse me of buying a Ferrari, because of course I'm Italian, an Italian corrupt judge only drives Ferrari. You know, you can imagine that the judge comes from Italy to be corrupted in Kosovo. You think uh, it, it makes sense. Okay, it makes sense only to those, like uh, Miss Bamier said, uh, and she said this uh, in an interview, uh, people who come from countries with endemic corruption should not be permitted to... Okay, I accept uh, that uh, Italy has not a great uh, name for uh, the corruption, but... Uh, to allege from this uh, that uh, a judge who goes to Kosovo is corrupted or to base an element uh, is a bit uh, racist. Can I say racist? And said by a, a, a lady like uh, Miss Bamier who uh, claims she comes from uh, the BAME minority uh, in Great Britain, uh, that is a shame. That was a shame. But anyway. But still, the fact remains that Mucci and Ciaccarelli, uh, together with two Albanian workers, they break into his safe in search of your reports. Uh, it's still... It, it, it's still. Yeah, they, I don't know what they were searching, because I knew of this story years uh, afterwards. I don't know what... You, you should ask uh, Meucci and Ciaccarelli. No, okay, well... well I don't know what, what to say. I don't know what to say. I, I, I don't know anything about that story. Okay, well, I think this is a fantastic... Uh, and I, I really uh, am very honored that you came to the, the, the podcast. But can I just ask one little thing? Because you did bring it up in, in the mail. Um, what do you think happened to, to Mikael Rawlinson? Uh, in my opinion, he got the bug and uh, he, he died of, of that bug. I'm very sorry, but uh, things, uh, these things happen in, uh, in the real world. I, I don't think it's a case like uh, Navalny, just to be clear. Uh, I, I don't think he was poisoned by, with the uh, killer bacteria. Also, because uh, as uh, I learned now from you, he died of this bacteria many some years after uh, he got the infection so well it's it's not it's it's not said that he died of the bug uh, or the bacteria he, he actually did have other other um, illnesses as well so it, it was a, a big combination of everything but it, it well then uh, shame on mr matson who continues to say that uh, uh, that uh, Mr. Rawlinson uh, uh, died in mysterious circumstances so uh, one should not allege uh, this uh, kind of uh, stories uh, if uh, 
uh, he is a, a serious prosecutor. I don't know if uh, now he has started a political career. I don't know if uh, if he has a political ambitions. But uh, truth first. Eh? First of all, uh, when you report a story, the truth is fundamental. Um, th- this just. But how how do you know that he died from a bug? Because it's uh, in the press everywhere. I mean, it's. Uh, it's uh, in the. I read this first in a post of Miss Bamier some times ago, and uh, where of course Miss Bamier said that she was. Uh, I think uh, uh, she said that uh, he was killed. Then uh, one reads he is killed. Well, what is this? And then I went and I learned that there was uh, this bacteria. But uh, now you are telling me that uh, there were there were other circumstances, and nobody knows. But then, if nobody knows, uh, it's not uh, correct to say that one is killed uh, in mysterious circumstances. One should say uh, he killed in circumstances that I don't know. Maybe someone else knows, but I don't know. But not for this are mysterious. Well, the, 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 it's quite interesting that he was uh, he was treated uh, by an Italian doctor for eight months, and then one week before he dies, uh, there was yet and and that I know the name of that doctor, the Italian doctor, and then one week before he dies, the, yet another Italian doctor suddenly appears in the treatment of mi- microbes. Yeah, really? Yeah, but, uh, and but, uh, and let me just finish. He's only referred to as Doctor Luigi. And uh, I know there must be quite a few <laughs> but, Italian uh, this Dr. Luigi visited him in Sweden or in Kosovo? No, in Sweden, in 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 the in the hospital in Stockholm. Okay, then, then, uh, they, <laughs> then uh, really Italians go everywhere. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think this was fantastic. Um, is there anything else you you would like to say before we we finish? No, just thank you very much for this opportunity. Okay, well, thank you very much, Mr. Francesco Florit. I think it was uh, amazing, and and I'm very glad that you and honored that you uh, wanted to be on this podcast. Thank you very much. It thank was you. A pleasure. Goodbye. Have a good nice day. You too. Our next guest here on Spionpodden is no one else but the prosecutor who is behind this whole case, Maria Pamier. I'm so excited that she agreed to an interview. And uh, if you want to know more about this case, Eulex, and what did really happen to the Swedish surveillance officer Mikael Rollingsson, you can uh, go back and listen to the episodes 26 to 29. And for those of you who don't speak Swedish, I have posted translated transcripts automatically performed by an app. So, uh, yeah, there might be some mistakes. But um, they're on our Facebook page, Spionpodden, and or... Instagram spion.podden and on these pages I frequently add extra material from each episode and uh, just so you know since this is a non-profitable podcast I haven't had time to correct the English transcripts but feel free to read download and correct them if you like I'm sure it's needed until next time bye